Oh. Is this a microphone? The light's on in everything. Got a, I've got a red on air going on? What's this? Oh my... <laughs> it's Ben! Oh, Ben! Aludra! Oh my god! Where have you been? Sick. Me Busy. too! Busy. Busy. <laughs> yeah, medical stuff. It started off with a trip to the hospital back in September. So that's one of the reasons why we haven't been here. Nope. But, I mean, I missed you. So I came in here, and you're here, and I'm so happy. Yeah, and you got super quiet for a second, too. It was real weird, but, like, your microphone didn't want to pick you up because you were so sad. But you're here now, yeah. and that's what matters. That's what matters. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, so, anyways, in case you Welcome back to Fox, Foxfort. Yeah. I almost called it Foxfort. <laughs> or Foxbort or something. I don't Foxbort? know. Foxbort? I like Foxbort. It's been a while since we've done this, and case no one can tell yeah i've been a hot minute we've missed you all so much yes it has been quite the journey to get here oh my honestly gosh, yes. started off with summer busyness and yes. then we we didn't abandon you because we love you and then twitter melted down and then we had no way to contact you and it was harrowing it's, harrowing it's been a minute mm-hmm hot minute but i'm so glad to be back and i'm so glad, glad to be talking i'm so glad that ben is here so i'm aludra that's ben hi say hi ben yeah there you go and <laughs> oh this is box fort a show where we just we just talk about what we're doing and how how we're things have been and the things we like and and just all the best stuff that keeps us going and it's been so hard not to have this yeah i know i expect you to die oh wait no that's the game that i was playing ben is so look at that out the gate rude just rude out I the know. gate just, i didn't horrible. do anything to deserve that he just came out swinging maybe maybe ben needs more time and time out i don't know but i'm not giving up on us Okay. No, uh, I was trying to think of the, the, the most awkward way I could possibly bring this game up. And I think I nailed it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah, everybody. No. I knew he wasn't being serious. Hopefully, I think on the show I've talked about I expect you to die one and two. Because. No. Okay, well then. Looking through our keyword search. No. <laughs> okay. Then I'll tell you about I expect you to die three, but I'll prequelize it first. So dun, it's, a, dun, dun. it's a game that's on the the meta quests or the VR headset or the Oculus or whatever you want to call it. Who cares? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's it's a VR game. And so I expect you to die is basically you're a spy and you're going through like all these think kind of like escape room situations where you're trying to, you know, gather information and, and um, you know, dodge traps and a whole bunch of stuff and everything. And. Uh, it's really great because, you know, you even have like like a, this British handler who's talking to you the whole time, kind of like in helping you instruct things, you know, giving you kind of hints here and there, you know, oh, pointing you in like the right the direction and stuff. Oh, like the solid snake in a box. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But the best part is, is that like this isn't a super active run around VR game. This is a, mm. hey, you're sitting down and that's all you need to do because every single scenario has you like sitting down doing something or whatever. So like in the first game, there's um, uh, like you're a window washer. So you're like out on a, a ledge and then you have to break into this apartment to get all these different like, um, you know, information for stuff. Uh, there's another one where you're riding in a train. Um, so just a bunch of different scenarios. Hey, as long as you're not stuck in an office. Am I right? Um, there are a couple office settings. I'm but... sure there are. But I mean, it's not like office simulator. Oh, no, no. It's not like office simulator. Um, but yeah, so there's a game like, that does exist, a bunch Sorry. of different scenarios. It has a, you know, a good throughput story. Really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Then found out there was a second one. I'm like, Oh, great. So got that played that, uh, Will Wheaton is a, one of the voice actors in that one. So it adds like a lot more life to it, which was a lot of fun. Also very good story. A lot of fun with that. Um, that one, like, I know you're on a plane, another one, you're in an elevator and like, you know, just again, cool neat stuff that happens is it like escape roomy yeah because because oh, cool. in order to kind of go through the the plot and the story you have different objectives that you have to do and you know kind of figure out like there's this computer console in front of me 
I need to turn it on somehow, but I have this gear and then this other thing over here and everything, which might activate this over here and then that over there. And like you have a whole room around you, but you, you don't have to get up and walk to things or anything because you have telekinesis. So you can like bring objects to you or flick buttons that are across the room and stuff like that. So wait, wait, wait. Not only are you a super spy, but you're a Jedi super spy. Yes. Without a lightsaber. Um, well, yeah, because that would blow your cover instantly. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, but then I got an email saying, I expect you to die three came out. So I'm like, this is my favorite VR game. I am getting the sequel. This is awesome. So again, got down, uh, sat down when you started up they're they're surprised that you're still alive because at the end of the last game, you quote unquote died, even though you didn't, um, no, so then, cause you're alive. Yeah. And then again, you go through a bunch of different quests and, and, and story beats. This one has you driving a car at one point, which is really cool. You have to um, like basically uh, break into a semi truck that has like all these different like uh, like deterrents and threat, like, you know, threat deterrents and stuff. And just overall, it's a ton of fun. I super highly recommend it. Anybody who has a VR headset. I expect you to die. That series is like, like I said, it's my favorite VR stuff. I've had so much fun with it and going through and figuring the stuff out. Of course, I like escape rooms as it is. So mm -hmm. this is just one of those extra things that it's like, this is really in my wheelhouse. Absolutely love it. I think everybody needs to try them out at least the first one, because that'll give you an idea of how the rest of them are going to kind of play out. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not big on VR, but I like fishing games. Shocking to all of our, Veteran listeners, I know. Aludra likes fishing games. I have not gotten a fishing game on the headset yet. But I know there are there's some, some good ones. ones. Yeah. There's a there's one that I got. I have it's been a year since I've played it. And it's been longer than that. Uh what is time? Time is goopy like gum. So, um Anyway, you were catching first. It's like it's all tranquil. It's a little cartoony looking, but you're like, this is fine. You know, mm -hmm. it's great. And you're catching fish and then you start catching weird fish like this one's <laughs> shaped like a football and this one's shaped like a bomb. And it's like, I can live with this. And it's so fun because you actually have a deck chair in the game. So I'd set up my chair to be where the deck chair was in the game. <laughs> And then I just sit it's super there immersive. Fish. Yeah, it was ultra immersive. That's great. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was so great. Yeah. Well, Ben, my game that I'm going to talk about next, or if I may. Of course. Of course. So this is a bit of an oldie, but a major patch is coming out. And so I decided to get in the swing of things because I haven't played it since it was new. Stardew Valley. Guys. Oh, really? You want a fishing game. First off, this one has the mini game where the fish goes up and down and you got to keep your little thing over the fish to catch it. It's awesome. I <laughs> love the Stardew. People complain about the Stardew Valley fishing and I'm like, no, you are here for it. It is a challenge. So much stuff has changed. Like there's this big, big patch and of course, Concerned Ape, the sole developer on mm -hmm. Stardew Valley. Um, it still blows me. If my you mind. don't know, yeah, if you don't know, Stardew Valley was a passion project of one man. It like took a couple years to come out, and that guy made so much money off Stardew Valley. So I'm all I'm well here deserved. for it. Well deserved. Well deserved money. So, ah, uh, I am big patch coming out. Very tight-lipped about it, but he has he did tweet X or Blue Sky. I don't know what service this was because I'm not there anymore. I'm only on Blue Sky. Mm -hmm. um, that one of the big changes is bigger chests for storage, which oh, is awesome nice. because in Stardew Valley, I have like chests set up for all the seasonal produce, right? Mm -hmm. But then, but then I can't keep the seeds in the same chest with the produce. So, and I can't keep it like right there because I, uh, it's just difficult. Filing systems are difficult. So I'm really excited. I can't keep all the fish in one chest. I have to have like three fish chests just to have all the fish. And so I'm really excited about this. 
that some of the new things I've come across though uh, is there's sheds now that you can put up on your farm, and then you can put all your your maker machines. Like you put the egg in the mayonnaise machine, it'll spit out mayonnaise after a couple in game hours. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're outside and a storm hits or the meteor strikes, which is a thing, um, it can take out some of your, your machines and they're gone because a meteor hit them. They're not coming back from that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But now you have a shed and a shed doesn't get hit by a meteor. So I'm All really right. excited about that. Yeah. I'm really happy. And I've never gotten a dinosaur egg in 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 Stardew Valley, not Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, you can dig up a dinosaur egg and have dinosaurs on your farm, Ben. And I've never, ever, ever gotten one. Okay, that's really cool. And on yeah. top of that, I bet they are great for labor. I don't know. I wouldn't know. I've never gotten one. So you get one, you dig it up, and then you run home and you put it in your incubator. Is of what course, you do. yeah, makes sense. And then, then when it lays an egg, you take that one to the museum and go, "Look, a dinosaur egg!" To the museum, <laughs> and they go, "Ooh, a dinosaur egg!" And then you can have all the dinosaur eggs in the world. But I've never ever gotten one. Well, I am rooting for your dinosaur topia. Mm-hmm. Because it Me needs too. to happen. It just needs it to happen. Does. It doesn't need to happen. And the frust- Marnie is still, guys, if you've ever played it, there's this girl who sells animals, this woman who sells animals. And sometimes during the day, during her posted shop hours, she don't want to be. She don't want to be running her shop. So she's not. Ugh. And Marnie, I couldn't, freaking A. I couldn't buy a pig. And I need a truffle. A truffle's the last thing I need to finish the community center, which is like, the whole first arc of the game is is bringing in everything this community center needs and kicking out Jojamart. And I'm I'm just just literally one truffle, just one truffle. It's all I need. Oh. And she 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 wouldn't sell me a pig to the last week of winter, and then it. Did not grow up in time to give me a truffle. So now I have to wait all through winter until spring. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. But now there's this new island place I've never been to that's in the game. And a bunch of adventures you can do on an island now. And so, yeah, I'm basically playing it every night on my Steam Deck. That's cool, though. Yeah. It's fun, and and if you've never played a game like this, you're given a farm and told go. <laughs> the community center is nice because it does give you like goals to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, like bring in these fish, which you can only catch at night, and uh, grow these crops, which are only grown in spring, and you need you know five of them to be uh, gold star crops, and so. It definitely gives you goals, but I'm a, with these sort of games, I'm pretty good about setting my own goals, too, which is why it's year three and I'm still <laughs> I'm still a truffle short. But that's OK. That is OK, because I can. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the point is, is that you're enjoying it and taking your time while doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no one's rushing you. You're you're yeah. you're doing just what you need to, and that's I what want matters. A dinosaur egg. And you're having fun. Yes, I am. I am actually having a lot. There's digging in the dirt, and there's fishing, and there's a bunch of new hats to get in the game. But I like running around with a tiara on my head because I am the queen of Harvest Moon. Or Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley Moon. Yeah, it's so funny because both Minion One and Minion Two play it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, mom, who did you marry in in the game? And I'm like, oh, I married the the romantic author who lives at the sea and kind of looks like Fabio. And they're <laughs> like, okay. And then uh, Minion One really likes the the athletic jock dude to play. You know, marry mm-hmm. that person. Yeah. And Minion Two goes more for the offbeat type. 
you know so oh, there yeah. are there are npcs that they're like i cannot romance that that is my mom's romance target and that is weird <laughs> and i cannot romance that person for my brother really likes that person and that is weird <laughs> So are you all on the, like the same town or the same You farm? can do that. You can do that. They, you can have up to four farmers on a farm, but not currently. Oh, okay. We're not, we're, we're not doing multiplayer. Because right that now. would be even weirder if one of the townspeople like had a, a, a love triangle between like. You and your own you. minion. Oh, that would be gross. No, I was thinking more of the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. That. Ugh. That, that wouldn't be as gross. It'd be more like comical to watch, I would think. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. But there are things that, you know, I'll talk to Minion 2 about it because uh, he was playing recently and he was like, he he made some comment about it. Uh, one of the girls, Abigail, who has purple hair and she's very nice. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the rock eater. <laughs> and he let that simmer for a good while. And he's like, why would you say that? I'm like, because if you hand abigail and amethyst she goes oh this looks delicious thank you yum and <laughs> ongoing joke it's just amethyst was classified as food in her file for some reason and so yeah she's like the rock eater in my head maybe it's only amethyst and, and there's a reason it's, for it as opposed to just a misclassification it's it how she's getting her power amethyst. back yeah, it must be. And, you know, there's so much little drama in Harvest Moon, too. Like, uh, you're in this bucolic farmland, but there's a family without a husband there. And you talk to them and you get to know them. And it turns out dad's at war. Oh, jeez. Dad's th with the army right now at war. Will he ever be coming home? Asked the young child. And you're like, Oh, this is above my pay grade. I'm just here to dig in your trash today. So, but year two, dad comes back. Hey. And he's just like, the things I've seen. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't actually say the things I've seen, but he definitely gives off the things I've seen. Yeah. About, you know, he's like, you probably know my sons better than I do. And I'm like, dude, talk to him. I'm only at two hearts. So honestly, you can catch up to me in no time. You've even got the edge. You eat dinners with them. <laughs> oh, that's and funny. Then, then there's um like the athletic jock dude. His like he's being raised by his grandparents, and he starts to open up about what that's like and stuff. And so okay, I gotta ask: Is this like? Is Stardew Valley somewhere in one of the Pokemon regions because there's some sort of great big war. That's why like all the fathers are gone. And I've noticed that too in Pokemon, uh, unless they're bug catchers. Bug catcher guys are everywhere. Yeah, that's, like, because, that's because they had to ditch their you know living on the grid. Uh, otherwise, they <laughs> they're recruited and sent to war. You got to do what you got to do to catch a Weedle man. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. <laughs> Um, I don't know, but it very easily could be. I mean, the the, the graphics are similar-ish. The level What's of What's really of, irritating of... me though is the truffle unlocks the bus, which the alcoholic bus driver because I have befriended her enough to help her kick her alcohol addiction. She will drive you to the desert where there's a casino and a new <laughs> mine and all this stuff, and I can't do it. <laughs> Oh, just that one truffle. I know. I know. Too bad you can't buy it somewhere else. There is a wandering trader who comes on Fridays and Sundays. And I have gone literally every Friday and Sunday to get things for the community center early. And there's never once. Year two, winter two. <laughs> there is never once been a truffle. Well, then Friday. This coming Friday, there will there will yeah. be a truffle. Every ten seconds in in the game is ten minutes, so it you cycle through days much quicker than Harvest Moon. Yeah, but it's also pretty good. I just I just made it to the bottom of the mine though the the main home mine. I just did that because I I was doing it real slowly, only five uh, floors a day, and there are a hundred and twenty ish floors. Hmm. It seems like a lot of effort that you have to put in there. 
Yeah, but then you get gold. You know what's better than and gold, to, though? And you get to kill monsters, Ben. Okay, I'm trying to do a really bad segue, but you know what's better than uh, gold? Um, Anything when you're upgrading a weapon? Platinum, mm, which is the trophy iridium? I got from playing Spider-Man 2. Okay, okay. You guys, you can joke all you want. Getting a platinum trophy is effing hard in PlayStation games. It is hard. They have you doing the weirdest stuff to get a platinum trophy. Beat the game six times, but one of them's on ultra hard mode where you're only in your underwear. And it's so good on you, man. You're way overselling the effort it takes. Like a good no, playthrough. I'm not. No, a good playthrough on this, like if you get all your collectibles and like use your powers and stuff, will get you a platinum trophy. It's it, it's honestly not horrible. Talking you up and you are undermining my compliments because you cannot accept that I'm proud of you. Get over it, Ben. No, no, no. I'm proud of you. I will take took effort. I will take the proud of you for the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga Platinum Trophy. That was a lot of work. That is hard. That was that a is hard, hard one. Yeah, no, what instantly springs to mind when I think of Platinum Trophies is the Final Fantasy VII remake. And you've got to beat the game on hard mode, like, without dying. And you've got to go through certain chapters three or four times. Yep, I will not do and, that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Pla I love the remake. Guys, everything but the soundtrack freaking rocks. But... And even then, it's just two tracks that they messed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I so I have, if I remember correctly, I have a platinum on the, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga and then Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Those are the only platinums that I have. Whoa, 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 wait. Legos and Star Wars and then Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. We throw Stitch from Lilo and Stitch in any of these things or in any <laughs> other game on that console and you're going to platinum that. Well, the thing is, if I could find digital copies of the um, the what was the, the 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 toy game? Shoot! Oh, oh, the, the yeah, Disney the, one. I have it. Yeah, we still I can't have those it. toys, and my cat Grog bats them off. It's like, oh, it starts with an I. It's like Imagineering or something. I want to say Dreamlight Valley, but I'm like, that's not it. That's not Disney it. Infinity. Yeah, you're right with Infinity. an I. Infinity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just so, gonna get up and go get one of the toys because Iron Man's on the ground behind my desk. Oh, perfect. Um, but no, like Nevermore and I, we we deep dove into that, like mm -hmm. insanely so. We have everything for it except for all the little buff discs. Like that's the only thing we don't have. So oh, we have oh. every every character, every playset, everything except for those buff discs. And I gotta tell you, like by the third one, the third one is really fun. It's the Star Wars one. Like the second one mm -hmm. was the Marvel one, which is pretty good too. But like all the Star Wars ones were so much fun. Um, anyways, I'm way off track here. I'm going back to Spider-Man yes, 2. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no yeah. you're fine. You're fine. Um, so Spider-Man 2 is a ton of fun. It is incredibly good where it picks up because um, if you played Spider-Man and then Miles Morales and then jump into this, you know, it's it takes place a little while after that and everything. And it is absolutely fantastic. Um, so, OK, I'm going to talk about Spider-Man as if people have seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3 or if they have a passing familiarity with the character Venom, who has been in the promotional material. So obviously he's in the game. I can I can talk your ear off about the history of these characters in comics, but I won't. Yeah. Well, the thing is. I'm in relation to the game, they take a well-known story and change it in a very good adapted way, which I was a little worried about because, you know, um, if you go with the, like the ultimate Spider-Man storyline, you're looking at the Venom symbiote is more of a, a suit to like heal cancer and other stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas, well, Kind of. He also kind of causes it, but go on. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, in the ultimate universe. Yeah. That's what it was originally designed for was to like mm -hmm. heal things and stuff. Um, whereas, you know, in the main 616 universe, obviously the Venom symbiote is an alien. And without having Definitely. without having Eddie Brock in this, this game at all, it does a really good job of presenting the symbiote 
as, you know, like a healing thing. And then mm -hmm. you learn more and more about it as the game progresses and stuff. And of course, you know, Peter ends up getting it and wearing it. And then of course has to reject it. And then venom is made and all that. And yeah. for knowing a lot about the, the history of the character, they did a very good job of telling a new story with that is so like cool. beats of, of older stuff. That is so cool. Uh, everybody, you know, a lot of people are like, against that sort of re I love seeing the remixes like that mm -hmm. because yeah. it's it's so fun to to be so familiar with this path and then finding somebody who went yeah that's great but what if what if I told the story like this yeah. it's still the same story down to brass tacks but you get it's the details that change it and the details are so great and I know I love that sort of thing yeah and see that's one of the things that I really like about um a lot of the Spider-Man stories and like, you know, definitely with like Spider-Verse and stuff like that is they have, you know, kind of like, you know, I guess you can call them canon events if you want to follow the movie. Um, I just like going with you have familiar characters, familiar enough where you can like change things around, swap things around and do a whole bunch of different random stuff. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, totally. So putting it in a game where you get to play as Peter and you get to play as Miles and you can swap back and forth at any point. Unless like you're in like the middle of a main story mission where it has you specifically playing as, you know, the character. Um, like anytime you're out in the world, I can just be all, all out in the world and then swap to Miles. And then I'm somewhere else on the map and doing stuff. And then I can just swap back mm. to Peter. And maybe he's like doing push-ups on the Empire State Building or something. Um, Dude, one thing I know about your game, which is really quick, that's yeah. really cool, is that they recorded all the voice lines twice. Yes. Yeah, they did that in the first one, too. So bringing it forward is amazing. So what Aluja's talking about is, um, you know, so I'm Peter Parker. I'm on the phone talking to Mary Jane. I'm just standing on a building. I'm talking normally and everything, blah, 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 blah. But what happens if I'm web swinging while on the phone? That's when they start making like, like, uh, and like, you know, like they're, yeah, their like they're exerting themselves. Yeah. And they're talking louder because of the wind and, and it's, it's mm -hmm. amazing voice direction. It's just the one little tiny detail in there. That's really cool. It um, is so cool. I've never even played this game, you guys. And I think this is the coolest thing they could have done. Another really neat thing is, is as you're swinging through, you know, you, you have stuff randomly popping up, you know, crimes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's like essential in almost every Spider-Man game. Radiant quest. But yeah. What's really cool is you're swinging around, you land and miles might already be fighting the bad guys that you, you'd swing to because he's got the same app as you to know, like, you know, where danger is and, and where crimes are happening. So, you know, you might show up and then you're, you're working together in a single player game fighting with Spider-Man or other Spider-Man. That is so stuff. neat. Oh yeah. Um, and then there's, oh. there's also two and other characters. Such a cool second Spider-Man. Oh, so like, much. Seriously. Very, very cool. Um, but there's also two other characters that you can stumble upon and fight you know, bad guys with and everything, which is really cool. Um, the, um, the rogues is it gallery spoilery to tell about. Um, Cause I'm curious. So, okay. I'll, tell I'll, me later. I'll, I'll I don't want to spoil offline. it. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, uh, like the, the, the rogues gallery that comes back is, is really good and done well. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah. Spider-Man is a very interesting mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And, and just, just overall, it's a ton of fun. I'm, I'm praying for some DLC with this, which I'm sure they will have. Oh yeah, um, definitely. The the one I, it's kind of a complaint, but not that I have is just how the costumes work this time versus previous. So uh, like in, in the original game, of course, you have you know a bunch of different costumes to unlock as you level up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Same thing happens with this, too. But they also have different colorizations of some of the costumes and they count towards your overall costume total. So it's like, mm -hmm. hey, I've got this one. It's cool, but there's four colorizations. So that's technically three more costumes. So when they're advertising and saying how many costumes there are in the game, it's like, yeah, but there's uh, really asterisk. not as many. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, overall, though, there's a lot of them that look really cool. And I liked, you know, kind of going through and, and, and playing with a lot of them and stuff, too. Did it have your favorite? Um, no, it did not. Okay. I don't think that they're going to have my favorite. So. Well, they need to have your favorite. Yeah, I know. But. Uh, I will write them a letter. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, 
uh, and for everybody the, else, what's your favorite? It's the Ben Riley as Spider-Man costume. Yes. From from, from the nineties. Not the mm-hmm. Ben Riley as Spider-Man from the like year or two ago when he was Spider-Man again. Yeah. It's it's similar, but not the same. Yes. And and guys, we could go on and on about how that matters. Yes, we actually can. <laughs> we really can because comic books are a great love that we both share. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, everybody's probably, you know, giving it huge props and saying how much they love it and everything. I'm just another person who's played it and I absolutely love it. I think it is. It, it, it's a fantastic game. If you got a PlayStation five hands down, it is a game that you one. should be playing. I want one. It is. If any listener wants to send me a PlayStation five, let me know. I will literally buy a PO box just for that. If I can send you one, I would. I know, Ben, because you're a very good friend. Well, you're pretty awesome, and you you deserve a PS5 because they're a great system. I'm not entitled to anything, but it's nice to hear that my friend thinks so. Yeah. So, Uh, what else have you been up to? Well, this isn't on the list, but you just reminded me with all of our comic book talk. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Invincible, right? Yes. Yes. It's such a good show. I just did a rewatch because uh, I still haven't seen season two, and I'm preparing for that. Because I'm I'm gonna watch it with Thrax this go around. Yes, and it's gonna be awesome. And it's gonna be great because we watched it separately last time because he wasn't aware I wanted to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I I tore through it again and I thought, hey, do you know what might be fun? Let's read Invincible. Hey, there you go. So I've been reading Invincible, and let me tell you, they changed a lot, but oh, not. Really? And not how you'd think. It's all the same story beats. They just mixed them up. Oh. And so some things are happening earlier and some things are happening later. Okay. And, but one thing I I really enjoy is that the amount of women superheroes in the comic book is very few. But then when you compare it to the show, you see that they took some of the minor heroes that are, are background and they were like, there would be more women heroes and switched them out. Just gender swapped them. It affects the story in no way. Yeah. But one, but one major change I really liked is um, in Invincible, the TV show um, and comic book, the main character, he has a girlfriend because he's in high school and he's mm-hmm. cool. And, you know, he's strutting and stuff and coming into his powers and coming into his own. So he gets a girlfriend. And in the comic books, she is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed cheerleader with absolutely no interesting traits about her whatsoever. (laughs) Like, she is a comic book girlfriend, which is fine. But then you you watch the show, and his girlfriend is so dynamic and interesting, and her family travels and volunteers and she has stories to tell, and, and she's a personality, and she's she's Exactly. She's very cool. She's like a person you want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm really glad they changed her because comic book girlfriends don't really work on screen. Yeah. I mean, and, the 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 kind of the really only good one that they've had so far is... I mean, Mary Jane and the the Tom Holland Spider-Man's like she can hold her own and actually contributes. Mm-hmm. Gwen kind of does in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but kind they're not of. that great. But they kind of killed her off mostly because she was a comic book girlfriend in the first place. Yeah. And, and she was killed in the comics. So, of course, they have. Yeah. To do now, in the movie. Well, she was boring compared to Mary Jane. Yeah. She just she slotted in with Peter so perfectly. And they were such a good couple. Yeah. There was no comic book drama there. Exactly. She so, was Peter 2.0, but mm-hmm. with blonde hair, essentially. Yeah. So that's why Mary Jane is the, the one who lived. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> there were sparks and, you know, flirtation. And will he actually get her? Who knows? She's her own person. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's one of the things, like, in the MCU, you don't see a lot of you know, 
really good female um like partners yeah it, it is very much like again just the the damsel in distress or the, yeah or the character or the, the the hero is female and then they just kick sorry yeah. kick butt kick butt so yeah or the or in the case of Deadpool, literal, well, not literal fridging, because literal fridging does involve a refrigerator, but yeah. they are the motive for the man to improve himself. And for the, they just, they have to suffer a tragedy to spur the man on. And, you know, we can get really get deep into the weeds about, like, just how messed up that is, but mm -hmm. we're keeping it light. It's our first night yeah. back. I just well, got to say that. Positive change made in Invincible. Really love it. Yeah. I will say, though, that Vanessa in Deadpool 1 had more to her, I would say. Yes, so. she did. Yeah. And it was a real gut punch when yep. Deadpool 2 came out. Until the end. Yeah, but is that <laughs> canon? Is it? You know what? I have no idea, especially with everything going on with Deadpool 3. Yeah. No idea what's canon anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to say. Is it um, canon? Is it not canon? I've heard I've heard interviews that are like, yes, what happened at the end of Deadpool 2 and the shenanigans at the end, they actually happened in universe and other people going, no. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And um, I'm looking forward to Deadpool 3. Yeah. Have you watched the the Adam Eve special yet on Amazon? Yes, I have. Oh, that was and so I've good. Read the, I read the comic book, too. Oh, good. Because it is a standalone comic book, and it is the same story. Uh, more or less, pretty much the exact same story. A couple minor details changed. Yeah. They didn't really they didn't really have to overhaul it the way they did uh, The Invincible Show. So it it's really good. That one really upset me, the mm -hmm. Adam Eve special. It's I was a rough upset. One. It's real rough. I was so upset. Her line... I don't want to spoil. Yeah, we'll just it's definitely check it out. But mm -hmm. it, it is upsetting. check it out if you if you are into superhero shows. And this one uh, Invincible series as a whole is pretty bloody, pretty gory, Very. not like to the level of the boys. No, but it is cartoon animated. Oh, look, that guy's head literally got sawed off or at crushed. the jaw. Yeah. So. I mean, um, they they show you cartoon versions of stuff that you would see on the boys. Yeah, yeah, but not not quite to the level of the boys. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I say it's pretty darn close. Animated though. Yeah. So, but it's really good, and the Adam Eve one is. It's really just emotional. It's emotional. It will yeah. make you feel things, and I I. I'm like, what? Well, it's not that it's a cartoon that making me cry was upsetting. It was that it was an invincible cartoon that was making me cry. <laughs> you know? Because this is mostly really dumb, really graphic, scary blood fest. And it's like, oh, now I'm really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I thought was pretty cool, though, can, kind of sticking with the uh, the comic show thing. Uh, Loki season two ended up being pretty darn good, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Um, mostly because I found out that they hi they fired all the uh, women and diversity writers. And it was oh, all are you kidding? by middle aged white dudes. <sighs> the entire thing. And I found out that the coolest character I really enjoyed from the first season kind of isn't in the second season. That's a freaking bummer. Yeah. Because everybody was so upset that Loki was beat by a girl. But he wasn't really beat by. Yeah, I know. <sighs> well, Look, it, it, I... it's just like, I, okay. So the Marvels, I freaking mm -hmm. love that movie. It is a lot of fun. It's great. And mm -hmm. the, the thing is, is that like, the, the MCU fans are turning into what the Star Wars fans are, which is basically yeah. nothing is going to please them. And then also on top of that, misogyny rules, which uh -huh. I hate and so much. But yeah. like the Marvel's movie is so good and it's so much fun and it builds on the Miss Marvel show like 
in a really fun, good way. And I love it. I really do. It, it's a, it's a blast and I can't wait to see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just wish that, you know, it did better in the box office because people weren't just being stupid and misogynistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard out there when you like something and then a group of people come in and talk over you when you're, you're so happy about the thing. Yeah. And, and, and kind of wreck it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like, I also really enjoyed She-Hulk. She-Hulk was great. And a lot of discourse on that is, uh, well, she's stronger than the Hulk and I can't believe you did that to her and blah, blah, and all this other stuff. I'm like, just watch the show and enjoy it for what it is. No one's saying mm-hmm. anyone's stronger than the other one or this or that. Yeah. And it's like, they don't arm wrestle guys. It's a, it's an origin story. Learn if about you the character. Believe she's stronger. That's fine. If that's your personal belief is she Hulk stronger than the Hulk. No one's going to stop you. Mm-hmm. Plus there's this whole backstory about Bruce Banner and like how screwed mm-hmm. up he is as to why the Hulk is even a thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like the gamma radiation didn't create the Hulk. The Hulk was already no. there. He was already there. And Bruce was terrified to let him out. And that's that's a huge part of a Hulk's journey is Hulk versus Bruce. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good story. And it leads to so many crazy endings. I know. So many. The Maestro, amazing. <laughs> Look, I just love the fact that when Hulk went to go fight Onslaught, when he punched him, Bruce Banner fell out of the Hulk. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, that's God, just cool. Is so cool. Like that part of Avengers Endgame where everybody's like, I can't believe this is happening. What with alternate universes and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the theater going, this is the most comic book thing I've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. I effing love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when they brought the multiverse more to the front and everything Mm -hmm. like it hasn't been handled as well as it could be, Mm -mm. which is the thing that upsets me the most about some of the stuff coming out. Like, I'm still going to go, I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to enjoy it. And it just kind of bums me out that people aren't going in with the, Hey, remember when Marvel was fun? Let's just go and enjoy it for it being fun. There's so much homework. Mm -hmm. There's so much homework. You can't watch Doctor Strange in the multiverse uh, without watching like WandaVision and a couple other movies uh, to to be up to speed on what that is. Because if you go right from Endgame to Doctor Strange, there's this whole big chunk you're missing and it it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, they do what they can to kind of throw away how important the thing is, but like the multiverse of madness, that was a movie about Wanda more than yeah. it was a, a movie about Dr. Strange. Yeah, it was. I don't want to say she was the inciting incident, like in house of M, but yeah. it, it, she is the drive, not the inciting incident, but she is the plot driver. Yeah. Yeah. Like America is really cute and everything. And I like the Dr. Strange growth that happens, mm -hmm. but I mean, that stuff kind of leads nowhere. Whereas the Wanda stuff is still going. Exactly. And the fact that, I mean, okay. So Dr. Strange read and used the dark hold. He's got a third eye. Now we don't know what the repercussions of that really are. They didn't really give us anything on that. They didn't. And that's why I said it didn't go anywhere. By the time the mid credits thing happened, he seemed fine with it. So it's like, okay, well, that's fine. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, he had adjusted and moved on already. So it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So we don't get to see that at all. Yeah, saw that off screen. But all the stuff that was happening with Wanda is like, it's her fighting her. Well, you know what? I am not the right person to talk about it. But Mm -hmm. my interpretation of it. It's her fighting her trauma, losing vision, losing the kids and all that. And obviously making some bad choices, Mm -hmm. but which people do when they're in that much pain. Yeah. And I mean, 
you have that much power and she's been corrupted by the dark hold and mm-hmm. all this is stuff that's going on. Like she redeems herself at the end and is totally not dead. I don't care what anybody says, um, whether Marvel actually ever brings her back or not, who knows, but she's totally not dead. Nobody's dead in comic books and nobody's dead in Marvel movies. No, I know. I know. Um, except for Tony Stark. Cause they said he's not coming back. Well, no, no, actually, I take that back. What they've yeah. said is that Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark will not be back. Uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. No, I just saw it yesterday. Oh, really? Because yesterday yeah. I saw In Talks. <laughs> okay, then maybe In Talks. Who, yeah. who knows anymore? It's Who knows? And you know what? If they bring in another Iron Man or use War Machine in his place, still cool. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, again, with, with comics, characters get replaced by other characters mm-hmm. in that role for a while. And yeah. in we have to realize that if reboots or something are going to happen, which they already have, there's going to be other people in there. Can the MCU yep. continue going forward without fully rebooting at some point? I think that would be amazing if they could. But they've got to bring I, some of those characters back. They're going to because, I mean... Rebooting just seems lazy. I'm going to be honest yeah. <laughs> because you comic books so have the driver. We are really getting in the weeds here, but comic books so have the driving forces to go. Oh, no, no, no. This guy's Iron Man. Like, look, they've already done it with Captain America. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, heck, they, did, they did it with Rhodey. Going. <laughs> yeah. And now he's Captain America. Mm-hmm. No, 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 so, no, no, he's not. He's War Machine. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. But you and, can totally. Oh, I. You know what? I confused him with the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on Secret Wars, though. That was not a good series. Uh, you know, it was a really good comic book. <laughs> yeah, the comic book was good. The series, they, 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 it, not good. We're not going to talk about they that. They flubbed it. Yeah. But we won't talk about it. Yeah. But uh, no, if, if you, you guys cannot tell, this is like a, a big passion yeah. between me and Ben. I do just have to throw out there the movie that had the best reboot. That wasn't technically a reboot was the 2009 Star Trek movie. It was a completely, oh, guys, he really, he went so far away. We're in space now. <laughs> yeah. They did canon. Then a thing happens with time travel that goes back in time, which changes the timeline, but it's still connected to the original mm-hmm. flow. And when I saw that, I was sitting in the theater, like nearly pissing myself with happiness of, because yeah, of like, joy. this is so freaking clever. I love this. Uh-huh. So just joy. Yeah. Just, just, I have to throw that out as the best non reboot reboot that has happened. Yeah. I think, I think they could pull it off without rebooting the series. I think if they rebooted the series, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it in me to be as invested. Mm-hmm. Another go. Yeah. No, I'm with I you really wouldn't. I can see them pulling from different multiverses because, you know, mm-hmm. the Secret Wars is going to happen. Um, what? No, Secret Invasions was the series that was bad. The TV show that was bad. That was the one with the scrolls. Secret Wars, the movie. I can see them pulling someone from there and, and yeah, recasting yeah. and then, you know, having the new reality have them kind of in their places even- and stuff. Ta-da! Everybody has been scrolls the whole time. Do you know how many times Marvel's done that? Yes, they have done that actually a whole lot. Um, unfortunately, they kind of blew their shot with Secret Invasion because it nope. was really bad. You can never, ever do that because then it's like, yeah, but those were the bad scrolls. Those were our D-grade scrolls. Those were the flunkies no, no, no. that we sent out and they're dumb. I, I didn't see Trust it. me. You haven't seen it. Trust me. They're going to try to wipe this one away forever. Kind of like what they're doing with Eternals. Because remember, an Eternal was being birthed out of the planet and this giant hand and head is sticking up out of the ocean somewhere and no one has said anything about it on any show mm-hmm. or movie since. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you think that and and the change in tides and the shipping stuff that would happen, yeah. You think that'd be international news, just briefly mentioned in a news clip, just just briefly, but yeah. no. Yeah. Anyways, you know, not all Eternals are giant. A lot of them are people sized. I'm just no, 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 no. The Celestials are are the giant ones. The Eternals yeah. are the yeah. Yeah, the celestial was being oh, born. Oh, I thought you the... said it. Was... Oh, it's a celestial being yeah. born. Well, I probably said eternal. That's my bad. 
But yeah, no, it was a celestial. Like I said, there's too much Marvel homework. Yeah. I don't want to keep up with all of the Marvel homework. I because do because I love watching those things so much. I do too, but it's like I do not have the mental energy for everything they're spitting out now. I will say, though, that it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, Moon Knight came out and was a thing. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, the and Hawkeye then- show was really good. A bunch of people convinced everybody they were just busy that week. Can they please re-release Moon Knight? And they did. No, they did. They re-released Moon Knight in the theaters because everybody convinced the theater, the the studio, that they were just really, really busy. It was a TV show, though. No, not the no the movie Moon Knight. There wasn't a movie Moon Knight. There was a TV show. Oh, oh my God! You know what? I am switching it with something else again. The, okay. the Morbius thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I always confuse those two. Oh, Even yeah. though I know how drastically different they are intellectually, <laughs> when I'm talking about one, the other name's gonna come out, and that's just no. Who that's I one am of the greatest things about the Morbius movie is that it failed twice. Yes, and it's so brilliant. And I will never watch that movie because I just no, I don't like Jared Leto in the first place. But right, Sony making a hey, here's all of the Spider-Man bad guy movies. We're gonna throw them in a movie with all of them. It's like you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of not knowing what we're doing. I mean, that's us in general. Come yeah, on. Yeah, pretty much. But be more specific, Ben. I figure I would be more specific by saying uh, a game came out a while ago that is a very long game. And it's taken. No, it's the best freaking game. Yeah, but it's, it is very long. Um, anyways, uh, whatever. I'm not going to bury lead anymore. But Baldur's Gate 3 is great. Now, watch me wit mix up all the names in Baldur's Gate 3 guys. All the okay. names. That's what I'm here for. Um so okay, just where we're standing on this because, you know, we got to make sure everybody knows. Um so that, you know, you know what we will talk about, what we won't talk about, things like that. Um I I've, I've played through the game once and I know that there's plenty of stuff that I missed based off of talking with other people and then also seeing random YouTube videos and stuff. So I'm on my second playthrough and I've been trying to hit some of the stuff that I completely bypassed the first time by making other things a priority first. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually really enjoying this playthrough because it's like, Oh, uh, I actually spent time in the Druid Grove, which I totally didn't before. And I missed a whole ton of stuff that happened there. Just save the kid. Uh, Not the kid you're thinking of the other kid. Yeah, I did. Nice. Yes. The first um, time I stumbled upon the second kid. It took me a while there. It took me. It took me a couple times. Um, casting silence was really fun in that fight, though. Mm hmm. But yeah, and I've only beaten through act two. Um, the aforementioned earlier medical um, stuff I've been going through has been a little more taxing on me than everybody anticipated. But I am slowly recovering, so I just don't... Again, this mental faculty problem I'm having is is part of what I've been going through. No, I I understand, though, because... Yeah, um, no, I want to explain to our listeners, though, because there are buddies and they're in our box fort with us. Yeah, no, I'm I'm adding on to that. Mm. I mean, just because of my stuff, like... I, my first thought was like, oh, great. I'm going to, you know, have a little bit of time. I'm going to take a day or two off of work before I, you know, have to log back into work and everything. I'm going to totally just, you know, sit down and, and rest, play some Baldur's Gate. This is going to be great. And then it was one of those thinking this hard is so taxing when all so I need to do hard. is take a break. I need sleep. I need recovery. Mm-hmm. I need something like that. So it took me quite a while before I, I got through my first playthrough because of that. So yeah. I completely understand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I don't have time. Like I have the time for all these movies and shows. I just don't have the brain power for it. Mm-hmm. And Baldur's Gate is an amazing game that I love to death. But you, it's not a second monitor game. No, it's not, not a listen to a podcast game. It, it, it requires 100% of all of your processing power, but it is so worth it. Mm-hmm. It is so worth it. It is one of those rare games that it's like, I'm enjoying myself, 
time is but a construct outside of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally played for six hours straight without even realizing it one day. Mm -hmm. it, luckily, it was a weekend because, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just one of those things where I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh, crap. It's two in the morning. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. When did this happen? And the thing is, is like you're so pumped from the game that you could continue playing. But, yeah. you know, you have to be responsible sometimes. Mm -hmm. but, Which sucks. Yeah. I mean, so my first playthrough, I was a transmutation wizard. Nice. That was a lot of fun. Um, delicate as heck. So I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't run mm -hmm. with Gale because I'm like, I already, ha I'm already a wizard. We don't need a second one. Um, but I ended up uh, running with uh, Lazelle for a good chunk of chapter one until I picked up Carlac, and then she was my main main tank after that, and then Asterian and Shadowheart. So it was the 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 four of us. Um, in this playthrough, I'm now playing as a um, lore bard, having a lot of fun with that, and uh, running around with Carlac again because I just she's the best. Um, she is the best. She yeah. is the best one. It's awesome. I love her. Yeah. Um, Will I've, she marry me? I've got Asterian again, mm -hmm. which uh, I had Will in instead of him, but he just dies. He's made a paper. So I brought Asterian he's, in. He's instead. a warlock. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Gale. So when it was me, Carlac, uh, Gale, and Will, Gale and Will died every single fight. <laughs> So finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't do this with them. So you need better gear, son. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking that I, I might actually respect will into a paladin. Yeah. It's really fun to respect them. Like super fun. Uh, because, okay. So I'm playing a couple games. Uh, my main game, I am, what am I making? <laughs> it's like, wait, what am I is doing? That, is that in your that Blade game? Bard? No, no, I'm holding out to play Blade Bard until there is a Goliath mod. Gotcha. Uh-huh. I want to play my actual DD character norm. And then I might just respect everybody in the parties and stuff. And I, I'm gonna hire uh, the the <laughs> misfits and miscreants nice. to fill in my party because you get to design those guys that you hi the hirelings oh nice yeah you get to design the hirelings or or just hit random until you're happy with uh, a oh look it's Matilda I'm gonna play <laughs> with Matilda and it's gonna be amazing but uh, with uh, a second game I'm playing with Minion One we we stopped playing that one because his computer got borked after one of the updates. Uh, I think it was update three. Gotcha. And he's just been too busy with you know his life to to sit down and play again. But since then, uh, but uh, we started out. It's so funny. I was a druid and he was a bard, and so we're running around. And then we got to a point where he we got the evil book open and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the only person who, like, Asterian could read it. And we were like, ooh, what's going on there? And then Minion went, no, this is my book. I worked really hard to have this book. So he respect to a wizard just so he could have the book and what it does. I don't know if you know, Ben, so I'm not going to oh, yeah. say. I, I wasn't going to in my first playthrough, but I ended up, I'm like, well, I'm a wizard and I'm curious. So I did the first part and then there's more that you can get later on, which I mm -hmm, also did, mm -hmm. which is so fun. And so then I'm like, well, if you're going to respect, I'm going to respect because we already, we now have a Druid and I'm, I'm feeling like the limitations of Druid in this part of the game. Cause mm -hmm. we were still in act one at that point. So I respect to monk. <laughs> Nice. Monk is so fun to play, you guys. It's so fun to play. You get to run up and punch people's faces. <laughs> so we did the hag fight like that. And it was so much fun. And yeah, it was just a big adventure from that point on. Uh, Minion's like, no, I will never give up my Minion shovel. So we are just stuck like this. You can respect. I love how cheap it is to just try a different class in this game. Mm -hmm. 
It's amazing. It's only like and 100 gold, I'm, right? Yeah, it's probably... Yeah, it's about 100 gold, which is nothing in Baldur's Gate. Absolutely nothing. You can pick up four gray items, you guys, and get 100 gold. Yep. So, it's amazing. I love it. I'm I'm running around key point, punching everybody in the face. I think I'm a warlock in my other game. Okay. I am a warlock in my other game. I just remembered because I I based it off of um the D and D characters we played. Oh yeah. In that one game, so I can't make her exactly like it, but I did make her a tiefling just for the fun of it. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, man, talk about the hag fight. The first time I had that fight, it, it was rough. The second time Dude. I played the game, all mm-hmm. I did was drop silence on the hag, and she just didn't do anything after that. Like, she didn't even move. She didn't walk. Obviously, she couldn't cast anything. So I'm like, okay. So I just walked up and just, like, killed her. Honk like, her. yeah. I, I didn't even get the whole um, uh, her plea or anything to, to stop like you know when you get her to certain hit points because she was in the silence so she couldn't plea so i just went up straight up killed her um i'm gonna i'm gonna admit something when playing solo i totally took the bargain nothing wrong with that nope i was like ah eh, hag's gonna hag <laughs> that's great and to be fair that woman was more than willing with her deal with the hag like more than willing. I mean, it's not my fault she's an idiot. And I yeah. even told her that. It's not my fault you're dumb. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this time I gave her the wand at the end. I gave her the wand, though. I, I took the deal, but I gave her the wand. I'm like, yeah, you, you find a way to make that work. I don't care. <laughs> this is, it's a very, this is no longer my problem anymore. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be doing stuff like that when I play through on the Dark Urge. I hear that the best Dark Urge playthrough is the Dark Urge playthrough where you're fighting the Dark Urge. Okay. See, I don't know much about it at all. All I know is that basically... YouTube videos, man. And I watch the spoiler-free ones where they're like, if you want the best experience for this, just consider picking this up at this point. And I'm not going to say how or when but it might come in handy later, guys. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is or I'll watch the patch notes until they're like, okay, and at this point, there's spoilers. I'm like, click. Yep. Thank you for the info. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is that, like, there's so much in this game. That, so much. Like, when I get to Baldur's Gate again, I'm actually going to go door to door because I missed so much in Chapter 3 because I just went to a couple places. Ben. Ben, first playthrough is the one where you are turning every stone and looking in every nook and cranny. Do you know what I did on my first playthrough of Act What? When? Uh, I found a cave and I was like, what a neat cave. And it's like, oh no, there's a big gap here. What you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna do my super jump. And I super jumped and the characters that could follow did. And then I came behind a group of people fighting a bunch of bugbears. So what did I do? Killed the bugbears. Okay. You'd think I would, but even though this character was kind of based on the one we played together, I'm taking a more kind of, what if this character didn't beat Ben approach to it? (laughs) Like, what if they never met? So she's a little more mercenary. So Asterion just strolled on over and opened their lockbox and strolled on back. Not bad, not bad. And I walked around and I found the bugbears from the front. I'm like, oh, good luck with that. (laughs) Not my problem. Nice. Yes, but I saved a cute little owl bear and now he's my owl bear friend. Yeah, I I didn't kill the parent and I left. And I did that, too. Apparently, I didn't do the chicken chasing well enough or something because he wasn't in the goblin camp. So I don't know. Did you sleep after you won the goblin camp? Because I didn't do the chicken chasing at all, period, and he was there. But if we took a rest after clearing the goblin camp and mm-hmm. he wasn't there yeah, the second time around with Minion. So if you took a long rest after clearing the camp, before you went through everything and looted everything, 
then then he runs away. Yeah. Where is he located anyway? Is it in that chicken chaser it a, area? It was kind of close. It was the big tower by it. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see him. He was he looked like a little brown blanket all rolled up and I'm clicking on everything because I'm nuts and I'm going to take 7,000 hours for my first playthrough. Yeah. And uh, I clicked down and it was an owlbear and he was crying. And I was like, oh, my God, you poor baby. I love you with my face. And so I, I, I took him in. And. Oh, it was so adorable because because you can speak with animals in that game and he's an animal. <laughs> It's the first there spell I chose I think, as a bard. I think there's another place to get him, but I'm not sure where. Okay. Well, I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Well, that's all we're going to talk about about Baldur's Gate 3, because, again, we don't want to jump into spoilers, because the game is very long, plus you you haven't finished it yet. so I haven't. I am going to work on it, but, again, brain power, guys. It's yeah. not there. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Nah. So at this point, it's time to roll up that drawbridge and we will be back sooner than we were last time. Definitely be back sooner. So excited. If you can't tell by all the info dumping and everything, we've not only missed each other and hanging out, we've missed you guys too and sharing things we love with you. Very much so. Uh, and of course, get sidetracked about things that we love a whole lot. So it happens. Yeah, a comic book tangent was not in our notes. No, definitely not. <laughs> but that's just us. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Aludra, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Now, <gasps> if I wanted to go online to find you, would Blue Sky be a good place? And if so, Blue Sky what is your name there? Would be the best place to find me. I am at um <clears throat> sorry, because blue sky names are so different. I'm at aludra.bluesky.social. Just yeah. Aludra. And I am at Ben Bumhofer. Same deal. Bluesky.social. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the show is a uh, box for show. So definitely check us out. Uh, mm -hmm. We are there. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or want to tell us about some of your Baldur's Gate experiences, you can always email those to boxwordshow at gmail.com. You do love her. We will take you. polite corrections to Aludra messing up Morbius and Moon Knight. Yeah. No, I mean, we already corrected it, so it's fine. Yes. Don't need those at all. Be nice. Be nice. Yes, but uh, I will say I had a blast. It is good. Uh, boxwordshow.com for every single episode we've ever had. And until next time, everybody. Be good to each other. Thanks for listening. <laughs>